Bill Simmons hosts the most downloaded sports podcast of all time with a rotating crew of celebrities, athletes, media staples, and a slew of other friends and family members who always happen to be available. Check out the Bill Simmons podcast on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on Cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on Cars.com. It's like, I wish I wasn't here. I wish I was in Tokyo already. Hi everyone, welcome to Wright's House on Ringer FC. Hope you're all safe and well. You can hear the smile in my voice, but today we're going to be talking about England beating Germany at Wembley to set up a quarterfinal against the Ukraine. We're also going to talk about France and a little bit of Spain and a bit more. And my guest today, Ryan Hun and the wonderful Jeanette Quache. I'm back. How you doing, sis? Do you know what? I miss I, you, man, with your superstar no, life. No, it's not about me being a superstar. I'm, I'm watching you guys having all this fun. Yeah, and I'm thinking, rah, what? <laughs> me and Carl aren't invited now. Nah. What? what? Right, what? his house oh, for the summer, no. luck off. What? We can't come along. Do you know what that is? Mm. Moose and I, we're always available. <laughs> 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 But I'm back. I'm back for the knockouts. No. Like this is me. This is this is this is tournament football for me now. I'm ready now. This is it. Like, this is it. Like you guys, you guys sort the group. Do the group out. stage. Well, I'll be call back. Me, call, call me when it gets she interesting. Only, that's what happens. <laughs> it's interested. like the FA Cup. She only comes in the third round. Yeah. Yeah. This is it. Uh, how you know what I was going to say uh, as well because like it's it's really. How can I put it? You know, with because England and at some stage you feel like. Um, you know, every it's like everybody wants you to to lose. Everybody wants um England to to go out. No matter what you do, if a player plays well, um, yeah, but he done this. If 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 we win a game, yeah, it's because they were shit. If we do, and it's like you almost kind of you, you kind of not buy into it, but it's almost ingrained into you. Say, well, I'm not going to get excited because we're going to go out as soon as we get. Yeah, if we win the group and then we get either Germany or Portugal or whoever else it was, you know what I mean? You know, the top t- top teams, France, wherever it was, they're going out. So you kind of don't get into feeling excited 
and feeling good and being able to do it. Because as soon as you do it, the Welsh, the Scotch, the Irish, they just pile on. <laughs> they pile on as soon as we do anything of any note. That's do why you think it's they nice? were so happy when we lost, when we drew, sorry, against Scotland. Do you think it's some sort of coping mechanism as like England football fans where we've, we've gone through so much trauma in the past that we mm. actually don't want to, to get excited anymore because no, we just protect ourselves? No, other people. You and that's why, that's why I, sent, I sent something out um, yesterday. I put it on the, on the, um, the story saying, fuck it, man. Don't let people take our little bit of shine. They tried to do it in in 2018, right? When we got through the eyes because all the teams were shit. And as soon as you came up against a a decent team, you lot lot lost. And like, we're now, we're doing what you do in a tournament. You don't concede, you defend well, and somebody comes to the fore. And it's Raheem Sterling at the moment, right? It's Raheem Sterling, man. Yeah, I was going to say- fucking turned up. I was going to say on the thing that you were saying before though, I kind of get, <laughs> I kind of get why like everyone hates us in a way When we go, we go hard. With the word yeah. for such a tiny little island, we make a fuckload of noise. <laughs> what I was going to say was that I think BT Sport posted a thing afterwards on Twitter saying, you know, the most notable <laughs> England victories against Germany. And there was a, there was a group stage win in Euro 2000 that we both went out of the group mm. and there was a World Cup qualifier in there. It was just like, really? Really, no. guys? That's like, you know, when someone's just like, when someone's like, oh, tell me all the things you like about me and you go, mm. I, I, um. yeah, you've got like, I like, I, I like, I, you make really good cups of tea. I really like that. About you. It's just like, really? That's where we're going? World Cup qualifiers and group stage games that we both went out of the group in. So I think, I think we make a hell of a lot of noise over stuff that, um, I mean, you saw it in the, you saw it in the response, like in the kind of politician world or the diplomat world, all of these fucking English politicians being oh like, my God, it makes me Brexit sick. means Brexit. And then the German ambassador was just like, congrats, England. Very much deserves, you know, we'll just, have to it's be. It's yeah. It's just very yeah. gracious. You know, we're all just yeah. like, fuck uh, you. And that's why everyone hates us. It comes to, yeah, but it comes from, um, it comes from the, the fact that everyone hates us. And we're not talking about just because, just because a few years of football and we won in 66 we're talking about years of colonizing the world yeah, it's, true. it's true it's true exactly. like so it's deep yeah. so is that is that a, a reason for england england fans to not be excited at the moment because because nah. like i say clean sheets you know when we're, we're not ripping ripping it up which no one does we people have won the world cup won euros by not ripping it up mm-hmm. but i thought yesterday was was very good they it's moments yeah. That's what these, especially this stage of it, Jeanette, comes down to, right? It's, it's moments. They didn't take this. Um, Timo Werner's chance in the yeah. first half would, would have been an absolute killer. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the same with, with Muller's chance. When Muller's chance came, it literally right, came after oh the, not long after the goal. Raheem was doing well. And, and, you know, like he said, you know, I just kind of literally for a fraction of a second. And this mm-hmm. is what I'm so fascinated by with this level. He said, it was literally, I'm running with it and I'm thinking, right, and bam, somebody's come and taking it off him. Yeah. Before you know what's going on, Muller's bearing down on goal did and should see, have scored. Did you see Raheem drop to his knees when Muller yeah. missed? I tell you what. Because that is God. He said, thank you, Jesus. Can you imagine what would have happened to him? I remember in Rome, no. in Rome, 97, Italy, I hit the post, they went up the other end, Christian Vieri headed it and I thought, that's in. I fell to my knees because in that moment, you feel, 
This cut, I'm getting killed here. This is it. It's over for me. Dude, I do that when we do a what if episode and Musa doesn't say three <laughs> Champions League. So fuck knows what it's like if it seems like an actual, without their oh actual stakes at play. I'm like, he dropped to his knees. Did you see someone had to physically go yeah. and pick him up? Yeah. Because you feel it. You feel his the pressure. spirit left his body. He yes. said, no, not today, please. Southgate is really interesting, I think, because he, I was kind of sat there and afterwards and I was just like, he, Every single, if you think about it, every single slight tweak he's made in every single game, he's made like one, yeah. at least one, but they're very, very subtle. And everyone, it literally, without fail, everyone's just like, what the fuck are we doing yeah. here? And like, apart from the Scotland game, which it. even then, like the Scotland game was a minor blip, if you think about it, yeah. that point was enough. Every single one of them has kind of been proven right, but mm. his patience, like this dude, it's going to be fine. It's going to happen. You know, the problem yeah. everybody's got is that because Gareth is so smooth, he speaks so well, he's worked, he's, you know what I mean, everything, they don't realise deep down he's just fucking gangster with his mind. <laughs> what he's thinking, he's doing it, he's doing what he's doing and you know what, there's not just a team calm. he's picked up to this point, especially in this tournament, there's not a team he's picked up to this point, a decision he's made that everybody said, yeah, I get that. Everybody's gone, what's he doing? doing? Yeah, you know what I mean, I was watching, yesterday. watching, I just watched some stuff where people are still saying, get Southgate out. What? Still, this game. Wait, what? what? As in before, as in we've just won Southgate and still Southgate out. out. Yeah, Southgate out before but this he, game. Like, he does things that make, like, make me feel so confused in the moment. And I'm like, right, I need to put my level head on. In the group chat yesterday, I chucked in, I said, please guys, just help me explain yeah. like what is happening here. Because you just think to yourself like, Harry Kane looks so, so tired. And let's mm. be honest, he hasn't had the best tournament. And then we're just thinking, why is he sticking with him? Why is he sticking with him? And, and why though, right? No, 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 like, no, because, because you see what happened, even because you know that whatever's happening, you look at someone like Harry Kane, it's like Shearer. He didn't score for two years leading into the, um, oh, some, yeah. coming up onto two years leading into wow. 96. But when you know that you've got a, a, a striker of that caliber and that ability, it will happen. I was very surprised he didn't take that left foot one straight away, tried to tuck, take it inside mm. and then shoot. And that is just because of confidence and trying to make sure. But why you keep him on is because of the second goal and the gut, the, him scoring that second goal and then him now getting onto yeah, he's the on kind of tear that we know he can. He's capable of scoring a hat-trick against Ukraine without, without saying, oh, we're going to batter Ukraine. But he's one of the, he's, he's a person that now you can think to yourself, Harry Kane can, if he can score a hat-trick. You cannot, you cannot take Harry Kane off in, these, in this stage of, oh, of the, the competition God. simply because of what he can do, yeah. of what he can do, his ability. That was the only thing that I kind of, about yesterday's squad selection, if you like, because I didn't think the team was that bad, actually. I thought the team made loads of sense to like Shaw and Trippier on, yeah. on both flanks as wingbacks, I think made mm -hmm. loads of sense because you saw that the only game that, German that Germany really tore it up in was the Portugal, Portugal game where Portugal. they just gave them loads of room on the, on the mm, flanks. On the flanks, yeah. The, the one thing that I did say I thought was a little bit kind of a bit of a shame was that Dominic Calvert-Lewin wasn't there as an option because, but, and you saw that the reason for that actually kind of played out in the two goals. Like this Germany squad or this Germany side has actually been a lot more impressive since I think Hummels came into that back three for the tournament because obviously they were out like Tom uh, Hummels and Muller they were they were they've been out of the side for a yeah. couple of years mm. but the thing that this Germany side really doesn't deal well with is running towards its own goal like as a back three that back three doesn't like it you had the the own goal Hummels own goal against France 
it's kind of a similar thing, like driven across, almost yeah. couldn't get his feet couldn't set. Couldn't get his feet sorted, yeah. Whereas in the first, I think the first half, the the only real things that England were trying to do were like getting crosses in. Mm-hmm. And they had a couple of decent headers, but I just thought this is this will be okay for this back three. You need to move them and get behind them. And the two goals coming down the same side from a pretty similar move was the reason why I would have liked someone like Calvert-Lewin on because I think his, because Kane was looking quite tired, I thought his movement yeah. would have pulled them around a bit. But Made we didn't need it in the end. No, yeah. I thought the first half was really from our point of view, very timid. I didn't know what we were doing. We weren't closing cagey, down. Quite cagey, innit? Yeah, we yeah. weren't, no, we weren't closing down at, right at the, at the top of the field. I thought they had too much space and they were able to get through us in the mid part of the field, at the field. And there was a couple of opportunities like we saw with Timo Werner's chance where they got through us very easy. And I was confused as to, well, when are we going to engage? When are we going to press? And in the second half, and even with the second goal, it was a case of pressing and Luke Shaw coming in and winning it. Mm. We were winning the ball in, in, in their half and then being able to go straight, go straight at them. It makes me think that Gareth Southgate absolutely believes in England's ability to go deep Absolutely. in this tournament and Absolutely. trust a hundred percent in the mm-hmm. in the plan. And if you yeah. want to flip this to a German angle for a quick second, like that's what Germany don't have. They don't actually I don't really think Germany or Joachim Love was as committed to the plan as Gareth Southgate is and mm-hmm. was. This isn't a vintage Germany squad. It's a good Germany squad. It's not a vintage Germany squad, right? Mm-hmm. It still has the pieces in there that could have got deeper in the tournament. The thing that was dependent on whether how far Germany would go a lot of the time, I think is personnel and tactics. But Joachim Löw, I think, just didn't really seem to... He's been kind of, I think, drifting is a kind word for a long time with this is German his energy Is his energy gone for it? It's off. And they've got a lot of really good young players coming through. Like, I actually thought Harvards was probably the best player on the pitch. From mm-hmm. an England point of view, obviously Sterling was amazing. Maguire was yeah. great. Mm-hmm. I thought Stones. Um, Stones, Stones was amazing. Phillips, Stones. I actually thought Cam Phillips was really, really impressive yeah. Yeah. as well. Phillips, yeah, eleven turnovers, and that is that was the difference. Yeah. Because at some stage, somebody had to, somebody had to get in amongst. Um, because even again, I thought that we we were quite fortunate. We got away with a couple of things because even Goretzka, when Goretzka went through, mm-hmm. again that was very easy. Timo Werner should have scored, you know, they, 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 um, and then we saw Muller. So as much as we're looking at a German side that, yeah, I, I always believe that our, our front men are better than their defence and we should always, we should have tried to win the ball and put more pressure on them. Germany, even with this kind of like tepid side they've got where you're thinking, yes, they've got the players and they should be doing a lot more in respects of like hurting teams. And we saw it against Portugal. They could have still beaten us. They could have scored could three have. goals yesterday. They could have. And again, it comes, d- yeah, it comes down the margins. to, to mm. exactly the margins and the moments. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. When you play in a team, guys, there you know is not going to concede. Like I've played in a lot of those teams where I know where, where defensively we're unbelievable. You score, 
you, you feel instantly you're winning, the confidence rises in you. That's how they feel at the moment because we are playing brilliant tournament football. Sorry We're not conceding. And we've got, for me at the moment, for England, you know when you need a player that turns up in the tournament and is the man? Raheem Sterling is that man. You know, after the first game, when Raheem Sterling has done nothing, just like Jordan Pickford for England, has done nothing to give Gareth Southgate any reason to leave them out. But because everybody says, well, they're playing poorly for their club. Oh, he's done this at his club. He's done that for his club. Even to the point where I was saying, yeah, he might not start Raheem because of his form. Yeah, we said he's it still before st- the first one. Yeah, he mm. started him. He started him. And he's come up with the goods because he's never let England down. He hasn't. Let's, for instance, Muller scores that goal. The whole world is different for Raheem Sterling this morning. Completely. The whole the, world is different. It is act, exactly, and we'll go yeah. on to that because they don't realise the... I'm, I'm, I'm delighted for Harry Kane. I was watching it with a load of people yesterday and they, a, lot, a couple of them were saying, mate, get him off now. Calvert-Lewin, see, how comes they didn't... See, now Gareth has had a nightmare because fucking now we ain't got no Calvert-Lewin I was, on there. That was me, and you know. Everybody's that was me that as because well Harry yesterday. Was, Playing. Literally, I was losing it. I was going to say, Jeanette, he's literally reading out your messages. What the hell? Exactly. <laughs> That's what I should do. I'll just read out Jeanette's messages. Read out my messages. Get him off. This is why we should have had Calvert-Lewin on. <laughs> Raheem Sterling, that guy is literally on a, on a, on a game basis. He's, he's, he's grasping the whole country and just dragging them along. Mm-hmm. Raheem. And it's like, you look at someone like a Sterling... And at the minute, the hashtag that's trending is the boy from Brent. He's a local mm. boy. Like you can see just how much it means to him. But I remember with the, um, a writer's house a few, a few months ago, and Musa said he's in that league where it's, he's a mind, mind your own business player. Like he just, he's just doing his thing. Mm. He's going through what he has to do. He, and he can execute at that level where it's like, okay, you know what? I know what I need to be able to do. I've been told what to do. I'm going by the instructions and it's working. Mm. Leave me. Let me just carry on. Mm. And it's that attitude for me at his age now, was he 26? Mm. Like take a few years to get to that level where he just doesn't give a shit. Like he's like, okay, cool. You do what you're doing over there. When you see him, he he went on his knees when, because he knows, he knew the ramifications if Muller scored that. His spirit left his body. He said, no, Jesus, please. No, like that cannot happen today. Because you know what the headlines are going to be in the morning. Can I, I mean, I'm not, don't want to do the whole like, hey, white guy with an opinion telling me what a black person <laughs> thinks here. But you know, we're all friends here. Fuck it, I'm going to do it. I, I saw that and I thought actually like, he just fucking loves playing football and he yes. really, That's really it. cares. And he really yeah. loves playing for England. Mm-hmm. He scored a great goal. He's in, he's in game mode. He's a professional mm-hmm. footballer. Mm-hmm. He's like, very he's much like, in game mode, bro. That, that to the knees thing is just like, thank fuck yes. my error didn't like yeah, didn't, didn't result didn't, in a goal like, like yeah can I sorry just to bring it back to Germany actually um Ryan like how have people woken up this morning in Germany like is this is this a massive massive deal for them to be out I'm being honest I haven't been out let me have a look <laughs> <laughs> what's the vibes on social yeah. and stuff like the big yeah, metaphor what is, like? well basically as soon as the as soon as it hit full time it started raining and then there was a load of thunder <laughs> and lightning honestly this is actually this actually happened seriously in Berlin anyway and wow. it's now it's the first full day of rain we've got today we've had all like it's, it's dropped below 20 degrees it's like oh no it's, it's Thanos like, is uh, coming Thanos is coming bad it's bad <laughs> hmm. I think there's a mixture of emotions. I think there's always like a belief that Germany would probably go deeper or should go deep and fairly in most competitions. It's a weird thing because they knew that the Lerve was over. Mm. But I also just don't think they thought this Germany team was as good 
didn't trust him. I think this is the first time in a while that it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like a huge shot to go out to an England side like that. Yeah. Can I just say, Jordan Pickford, Jordan Pickford, um, you noticed it in the warm-up games the, 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 to, to the end of, the, towards the end of the season with Everton. It's almost as if um, something something switched on. He, something yes. clicked with him. He snapped. His mate. whole demeanor has changed to how you'd expect a, a top goalkeeper's demeanor to be. Very calm, very in control, making great saves. He's at matured. the right moments, he, yeah, but it's yeah, but it's happened so quickly yeah. because now, and with 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 um, with Stones and Maguire both playing well, with him playing well, it's it's almost as if that 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 three, that, that those three players have 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 hit the foot at the right time for England because we needed him to be good. But when you know your defence is on point, that also adds to that, doesn't it? Like you can see that the boys, they're ready to play, they're ready to defend. And that gives you more confidence within yourself as a keeper because you know that you're all working together. Like, mm. And I think in the past, the immaturity of someone like Pickford and the fact that the defence wasn't as solid as it has been definitely adds to that. And you can, you can see it. You can yeah, see much, And you say it's overnight. You know what he's done? He's seen a okay. psychologist. Oh, wow then. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. And you know what's really good about that is because he himself has recognized, recognized I need I need something. That's that's okay. massive for that's Jeez. massive for anybody to understand. I need something. But what's beautiful and wonderful and really makes me feel happy for him and you know, I I'll give him as much support I can give him is is that he seek help for himself to be better. That's that's something that everybody can learn from. You know what I mean? And I'm t- I'm delighted for him. Because yeah. you can yeah, see it in his performances. I'm delighted for him. And you think about like the previous keepers that have gone before, so like a Rob Green or a Joe Hart and some of the monumental mistakes mm. they've made in yeah. tournament football. Like Jordan Pitford doesn't want to be that guy. You do not want to be that yeah. guy. Like I remember It lasts forever. It's just horrible. It lasts it's absolutely horrible. And we were um when I was watching yesterday and they were they kept shooting up to the boxes and the VIPs and we saw David Seaman mm. in there. He was literally bouncing did you see him mm. right at the end of the yeah. game he was yeah. literally bouncing it, like, like this that, yeah, and his, his shoulders are going up and yeah. down yeah. Just like, because he was just so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just like he that was. rain yeah <laughs> he was to be honest, he's somebody so Jeanette, happy he's somebody Jeanette that um I know he's seen a psychologist but it, you just speak to you speak if you sit with Dave Seaman for 10 minutes in let that vibe just wash over you. He's the, he's the calmest man I've ever seen. With Pickford, we're going to have to figure out a new hypometer on Stadio because we literally had a Pickford scale of like <laughs> how like how okay, high, like, how it, high it, was yeah. he on a, on a, how many Pickfords? It was like, it was yeah, a good man. 7.5 Pickfords. Yeah, <laughs> but actually, I'm really enjoying it. I'm really enjoying this mm. slightly. I mean, he, to be fair, there were glimpses. There were a couple mm-hmm. of like falling on the ball, looking at the crowds and being just like, I mean, I don't want to repeat what he was saying. But you know, there was a lot of there that. Was no, lot of, there, was, uh, there was a lot of that. And there I was a lot of like, well. can, I, can I get a hook? <laughs> can I get a hook? Can I get a hook? Like, <laughs> there was a big like core response thing going on with Pickford. When I say two, you say no. Like, two. <laughs> the hair is the like, curtains. Is yeah, but you know what's really, you know, when you know you're, you know, when you, you know, when you're, you're in the tournament, and I know we're going to move on soon, but you know, when you're deep in the tournament is when. You score that goal, then we score the second goal, and then after that, everything 
is cheered. So the goalie catching it is, yay! Yay! A tackle. (laughs) Yay! Someone sliced it out for a throw-in. Cuts to a guy who's just like, fucking come on. It's just absolutely... Or the little girl that was crying who's now gone viral. Oh my God. I hate that shit so much. Why do they show that? It's so bad. I think we talked about it some writer's house, but I'm not Mm, sure if we cut that bit where it's like, um, oh, they, no they, shouldn't, they shouldn't be showing kids on TV or like that. I no, not like that. That is awful. She's not, she's gone viral. It's horrible. Remember as well, guys, that there will be a director it, because you, you, you're, you've, you've scanned the crowd. Yep. So you've obviously looked for a, a, German, a little German girl or whatever, or little, probably it. looked for a little English girl or a little English boy and that. So then they can say at the end of it, right, pan to the little girl. Let's see them. Yep. And you see the little girl crying. Why? You think camera yourself, six. Why? Ke- do we keep the camera six or something? Do we need to see that? Crying? No, you do, do not. Do we need to see that? It's trauma. No. Don't show the kids, man. Like, let, let the adults be mean if you want, because like they, they <laughs> can handle the it. kids, yeah. You know what's really, just quickly on it, it's just that, you know, I was, because obviously we're, we've beaten Germany, man. Mm-hmm. I know. This is why I, I, I tried to explain as well on, on, the, I, on the story. That, listen, England fans, be joyous. Let the yeah. let the players be professional about what the next move and not getting overexcited. But as fans, enjoy it. It's like nobody wants England fans to enjoy it. But like when you're in the midst of that enjoyment, and you're like, yeah, man, bam, they, they they cut to a little yeah, German girl yeah, crying. crying. What? Why? Why can't we just have nice things without people fucking ruining it? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want, right? Here. Why? England, Ukraine, next round, guys. Um, it's very hard, Jeanette. I was just before I go to to not be excited about it. What 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 you what what are you thinking? I'm thinking England. I think they've got the confidence now. Why when I watched the England, when I watched the Sweden Ukraine game last night, wasn't that like mm. you know, there's nothing there that made me think, oh yeah, England have got to be careful. That's what worries like, me. It's a, yeah, <laughs> it's true. No, but we can't, I feel no. That, we can't no, be complacent. That's the main thing. Different energy in that team. There's a different energy because straight after the interviews as well. Harry Kane was about the next, um, mm-hmm. focusing for the next game and make, mm. not getting carried away with everything. Gareth, no, Gareth knows. Raheem Sterling saying, nah, man. He actually said, nah, man. It's just that game's done. He kind of, kind of said, that, that game's done, man. He yeah. kind of yeah. said it like that. It's and you think on. to yourself, this is why we should be excited because they are focused. Mm-hmm. We are fans. And as fans, it's the hope that kills you, but you still have to have hope. What are we doing if we don't believe that we can win it? Why, why should we think anything else? Anybody else in the in the position we're in, we've got a we've got a, a um, informed striker. We've got our main striker just scoring. We've got a defence not conceding. We've got a goalkeeper not conceding. A brilliant bench. You know what I mean? We've got a fantastic bench. What is there to be negative about? Yes, we've had a poor game against Scotland, but we've got progressively better. I Why mean, should we not feel like we can beat Ukraine? Because people say now, go on, right? I'm just gonna. We haven't conceded a goal. <laughs> Not one. Not one. Not one. Can I just say one final thing on the Germany-England game? Or yes. Germany. Wasn't it quite nice seeing England play Germany at Wembley Stadium, both sides taking a knee, and both captains yes. wearing rainbow armbands. And that's it. And then drowning simple. out the booze. Did you hear it? It was, it was just amazing. So, it was nice. Yeah, and it was nice to have thing, fans at that level as well. So many fans at Wembley. When was the last time that happened? I mean, 40,000 fans? It, yeah, sounds, I'm not going to lie that amazing. bit. It made me feel a bit. Did it actually? <laughs> My husband said the same thing. Oh, it was a bit too soon. But anyway, yeah, apart from that's the only thing I was just being like, oh, there's quite a lot of people there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
We've got to talk about the elephant in the room, which is France, man. No, it's chaos over there, boy. What, what is happening? happened, France? In the first half, having the two in the midfield and you see Pogba going across Kante and then it getting all wrong and then they're getting Switzerland just... Switzerland playing unbelievably. They played with an energy and a verve that was really admirable. And the finishes um, and the clinicalness in their finish was was excellent. But France went into um, into um, a mode of football that was, they played some unbelievable stuff for yeah. about half an hour. They were amazing. Yeah. And I'd even say 20 minutes. Honestly. Yeah, I was going to say. 18. Okay, 20, 18 minutes. Let's say, let's say 18 minutes. But, but they've done some stuff where you're thinking to yourself, ah, who's going to stop them? Who is going to stop this team? That was a massive shock to me. Them losing that, a massive shock. The fact that Paul Pogba scored the way that he scored and France are not in this tournament anymore, that within itself is out of order because wow. that goal was... that. That's the goal of the tournament for me so far, I think. Paul Pogba's one of those players that can't make a mistake ever in any game. Uh, he, he can't not be intense. He can't, he can't do anything wrong because Paul Pogba done a pass in that game from the middle of the pitch to the outside of his foot down to the left side on the volley, and, and, which was something that should be spoken about for years to come in the way he executed that. People don't talk about that sort of stuff. They're talking about Paul Pogba um, giving away the ball but Paul Pogba and the way he plays, that can happen. That can happen. But what about what Paul Pogba does? What about what Paul Pogba does to create and do? Paul Pogba can lose the ball and then they win. And then all of a sudden, bam, it's Paul Pogba's fault. And then Paul Pogba, then the French families are arguing in the stands. Oh my gosh. Um, Footballers' mums on crud, they're going crazy. On crud. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can, so I, I wrote a little bit of a thread about Paul Pogba about how this could be like his forgotten great tournament. Actually. Wow. Yeah, it was a brilliant. I, I retweeted that. Oh, thanks, man. I did. I so that was that my, was that my, my mentions were a fucking mess all day. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think that actually the coverage on Match of the Day and the coverage on ITV kind of went to highlight the point where like, I don't think Alex Scott or, or Micah Richards even acknowledged him giving the ball away for the goal mm. whatsoever. Whereas Keane, Vieira and Neville really went after him for it. Paul Pogba gets given a yeah. bit of a hospital ball from Kareem yes. Benzema, to be honest. Yeah. And he's yeah. surrounded by three players. I would have loved people to say this Switzerland equaliser, there's kind of like a chain of events here that all accumulate to being yeah. an error. Yeah. Um, Benzema probably shouldn't get, I think it was, it was Benzema, right? He laid the ball off to Pogba, I think. Yes. Uh, shouldn't have given Pogba the ball. Pogba's got three people around him. Pogba's biggest crime in this scenario was taking one touch of the football. Yeah. That's all it was. He took one yeah. touch to try and control it because he had to control it. If he could have a do-over, I think he'll just, to be honest, I think he'd just whack it. He'd just hoof it into the corner. But he's got three players around him who press instantly Mm. At the same time, and if this was a bus, if we were analysing Barcelona 2011 and they had done what this, this Swiss midfield did, everyone would have been like, look at this pressing, how they hunt in packs. Mm. No one has a chance. But they don't. Yeah, but it's easier. They it's don't. easier it's too to easy. go. But then yeah. It's easier to go at them. After, but then even after that, you've then got, right, let's break it down when the ball goes to Granit Xhaka. France have still got five people against three Swiss attackers, mm. right? They're actually, they actually look in pretty good shape. Kante takes himself out of the game. Kimpembe drops deep. 
and moves into like a left back position or like not a left back position, but he, he drifts towards the left back. That just opens up the channel down the middle. Mm. Jacker plays a really good ball, to be honest. Yeah. And, um, and the Swiss are away. Mm. So there are four different passages different of play. Passages. Not all like four elements that contribute to that goal. Yeah. The pass to Pogba, Pogba getting pressed, a couple of bits of different bits of movement and then the goal. So I think if one, my, my point about that thread is that that to me isn't a particularly difficult thing to do. Just analyze the goal. Yeah, mm. yeah, Pogba was involved with that. Yeah, he made one slight error, but is this is the 90th minute Sorry, of a game easy. or the final minute of a game in the fourth game in a tournament where Pogba has really played well, probably been France's yeah. best player. Yeah. And that's going to happen in the midfield sometimes. Like that's just good pressing. Like if someone's just like, yeah, that's just good pressing. Like, yeah, obviously you wouldn't want to give the and ball away. And the thing is as well, you've got to understand as well, sorry, Jeanette, is, um, is that they will, have, they will have targeted Pogba. And you've got to understand that the players will understand when a ball is not right. It's not very often. Paul Pogba normally kind of keeps the ball and then once he's got, especially if he's got time, something's going to happen. If you can get Pogba with his head down when the ball's going, like those Swiss players mm -hmm. did, you could probably force him into that kind of mistake. And they pro you probably watch Paul Pogba's game and that is the way to, to nullify him. And if he gets it, he, he will try to manoeuvre his way out. But if you can, how the Swiss got him there was exactly how the trap was set, simply because there's so many players around him. But Ryan, you're right. There's so many different ways um, that that could have been avoided. Sorry, Jeanette. Was... No, I was going to say, and there's so many ways that Ryan is right as well where it could have been analysed. But mm. what we said, they, it's just too easy to just stick the blame on that one particular person because it, it creates a headline and he also becomes a bit of a scapegoat. And that's such a shame, mm. do you know? Such a massive shame that that's the narrative and we're not looking at the fact that he, I think I think he had a great tournament and it's yep. really sad that mm. France, are, France aren't there anymore. And then you look at someone like a... Kylian Mbappe, yeah. he's now going to have to, yeah. you know he's, I mean? It's going to be tough. I mean, he's going to be tough for him. One thing I'll just want to, want to absolutely add, because it feels like people who disagree with my stance on Pogba always want to throw this in there. You can criticize him. Paul Pogba mm. is not immune from criticism. Pogba, Paul Pogba not. makes yeah. errors. Every single footballer in the world makes errors. My point is that there are some, there are some footballers, it literally, <laughs> We're literally going to do a Stadio episode called The Untweetables. Yeah, that you cannot that. tweet about without your yeah. mentions being an absolute fucking shit show. <laughs> because there are just like, it happened with Urza. It's like, and I, but I think it's like a kind of, the two sides of the extremes kind of like egg each other on more mm. so that it's like, no, but no, but no, but look at his expected mm. assist or whatever. But like the stats were there and you can, you can, you can say everything at once. You can say, look at this guy's stats for the tournament. Look how mm. great a tournament he has. Yeah, there's an error there. It leads to the goal, but it's not because of that singular error that the goal happens. That's the thing. No. There are like four yeah. errors in one. People are just like, oh, yeah, but people, he can do no wrong. Of course he can do wrong. But like, analyze it within the context of everything. Yeah. That France didn't go out because of Paul Pogba. But that's what they'll make you believe. Mbappe though. Mbappe, like Jeanette was mentioning, he's got, he's got like, because what happens when you, what, what I've seen down, down the years, with a player, a, a top player, um, that, that it doesn't happen for in a tournament that everybody's expecting it to happen um, at a tournament like Kylian Mbappe. And then you have the kind of tournament he had with everything that was going on with Giroud leading up to it. Giroud is somebody that they all love. They absolutely adore him. Mm -hmm. um, him having the argument with him um, when Benzema's come back and not playing very well, um, not doing what people expected him to do. 
people seem to forget that he is, what, 22 now, 22, right? Maybe mm-hmm. still. Right, and I feel that his trajectory has been so fast winning the World Cup at his age. He's gone to a level where there's not many, probably not hearing the word no too frequently in his mm-hmm. life. You know, people saying things, we're hearing now, what, he's getting too big for his boots. We're hearing about the argument in the, in the stands with the parents and, his, and all that stuff. That's like but, big under 12s energy, <laughs> by the way. Big under 12s energy. Massive, massive parents on the touchline. Whose mum was it, sorry? Rabios. Rabios, Adrian Rabios. Rabios, Rabios mum. But him missing that penalty and playing like he has, with everything what's going on leading into it, he's not going to be judged until he gets back to a tournament now. No matter what he does, we're going to see everything what he does in League 1, in the French games, leading into the World Cup. And the good thing is the World Cup's not a million miles away, but he's not going to be judged until he gets back there. And then mm-hmm. the pressure on him to perform there is when we're going to really find out what Kylian Mbappe's about. From yeah. now until then, we're going to find out. And, it's, it's, and honestly, it's going to be, we'll see it. We'll see because they'll be documenting it on a, on a regular basis. That's what they basis. say, you're only as good as your last game in you're terms not, of an international game. Yeah, but like, when you get yeah, to the exactly. levels of, like that's what Kylian Mbappe is, he's the next incumbent in respects of that Zidane, um, mm-hmm. World Cup winner, um, um, Ronaldo, the, the, one of the greats. That's yeah, what he's, he up, he's, up me, he's meant to go on to be one of the greats. And all the greats have their, their moments of really like, going into the dark place. I think his next 18 months, he's going into the dark place. And I don't think it's a bad thing for him to be doing it at this age. No. Be yeah, fair. because he needs a, it. Yeah, you've got, I mean, what? where has his career been checked really so mm. far? It hasn't. You know? mm. And you see, when you get that free run, when you've got that much power at that age, and, and a lot of people are saying, oh, he's abusing it. Then if there's not enough people around you to check you, then the game will check you. Mm-hmm. The Quickly. game has checked him. Yeah, the game's Quickly. checked him. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. There was a moment in the game where he missed that. He missed that chance with his left foot and then did the whole... Why did he take it with then the did the, But then did the limp and the like... Yes. Oh, and you think oh, yourself, we like, know, I was like, no, we know you're I was not like, hurt. Mink, you're not injured. I was watching being like, me and Kylian Mbappe really ain't that different. <laughs> <laughs> you do that shit, Ryan. Is that no, what you do? When I was a kid. When <laughs> I was a kid, yes. Are you sure? Are you yeah. sure? That is so funny. The way the ball came to him, it was all set up for him to open his body up and curl yeah. it into the far um, left corner with his right. And he didn't do it because of where he is at the moment. It's like the same you say with the, the chance that Harry Kane had Kane. where you're thinking, mm. just take it first time mm. with your left foot. There's an apprehension simply because you're not confident and you're trying to make sure. There's like, there's like a move, there's an extra move yes. before just so you know and you're within yourself, you have to. But like you saw the thing about like the Benzema goal, like... The, mm. the touch for it is oh, pure fuck. instinct. He's got ahead of yeah. the ball. He brings it back through with his left foot and it's just like... It was so yeah, but the good. Thing, what's good about that is that people were, were, were doing the comparison with Dennis Burkamp's touch and it's the way they react to what happens with the ball. Benzema wants that ball in front of him and he's manufactured a way of getting that yep. ball mm-hmm. in front of him to mm-hmm. finish it. That's the main thing here. It doesn't make no difference. Oh, that was luck. It wasn't luck because yes... Like the Robert Perez ball to Dennis Burkamp, it was behind him. Mm-hmm. Dennis speaks, he says, when I touched it, my initial thing, I wanted to go that way, but because Dabizas was where he was, mm-hmm. he says, when I touched it, it was impossible for me to get back round that way. So I just turned this way. Go the long way around. Yeah. Simple. Benzema, the ball's behind him. He knows that if I get it and I kind of like flick it here, it might come in front of me. Then all of a sudden, 
I'm able to finish. And what we noticed with both of those players, when the ball went to the place where they wanted it to be, where they wanted it to be, they finished so with, with such a plumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Such they knew exactly what they were doing. And it we frustrates knew exactly me when what they were doing. We see something like that, and to the player, it looks so easy, and everyone's like, oh, it's luck. It's not luck. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you've they had to. They know where they want that board in there. Exactly mm. where it needs to be for that mm. finish to happen the way it did. And I, that really frustrates me. Oh, it must you know, be luck. No way. No way. Um, can I just shout out Switzerland really quickly, though? Because I think, that, yes, like, because it. of the shock of France going out, I think a lot, I think it's going to be lost that. This is the furthest, well, this is the first time they've been to a quarterfinal in a major tournament since 1954. Wow. Which is unbelievable for them. And they're, yeah, they're, such, yeah. they're a small nation. Yeah. Like, for them to be able to do that is huge. Can I say about Jacker quickly? Oh. Oh, yeah. Or was you going to say something, right? No, man. Talk about Can the, I just price say of, how the price of that this, brick. The brick, the, baby. The thing, oh. the thing about Jacker is <laughs> I was delighted to see how well he played. And that is the best I've ever seen him play in respects of combative midfield, he was everywhere. He'd done everything. And all it says to me is, it looks like he's probably going to go to Roma from our club. He's not been my favourite player. But what you saw in Granit Xhaka in that game was a complete midfield player that was used properly. Seeing him play that well, knowing what we need as a club at Arsenal, and this is my Arsenal out on, it's a shame that we, we, we never got performances like that for whatever reason whether it's him or whether it, the coach is not getting it out of him it's a shame I think, I think with Xhaka he's, just ne- he's never been quite as bad as I think people have said a lot of people just think this is the kind of midfielder we're getting and he's not that kind of player with Jacker, so it's just like, well, what do you want? Like it was like Giroud, like everyone hated Giroud because he wasn't Van Persie mm. I don't know it was just, what, what are you I'm expecting? A, it's like Giroud's just like but look at me <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Switzerland are going to play. Switzerland are going to play uh, Spain, which I think Next. is going to be a really interesting game. Wow, that's a good game. Can I say with um, Morata and the finish because he has he still had chances. But honestly, you know, it's you know when you're just happy for someone. I was, I was absolutely delighted for him. Do you know what? So it's like Timo Werner. If Timo Werner weren't playing against England. I'd probably want Timo Werner to, to nick his chances and score and do mm. stuff. But there was in. something that was quite, the, the, uh, it felt like retribution or something because the stick he was getting from, from Spain, talking about his family with Murata shirts on going to the game and Spanish fans giving them stick and, you know what I mean, his family crying and stuff like that. Him missing the header, what he missed in that game. I'm thinking, it's over. That's it. Good night. <laughs> Good night. Thanks for coming. Turn off the light. Right, when you're so, leaving. He's got so high, he'd knock the computer over. <laughs> honestly, it, honestly, because I'm thinking he's never going to be forgiven for that miss. And, and so when it came, that, that chance came and it wasn't an easy chance nope. to control it like he did in the short space of time. But then it's just the, the, the vengeance in which he smashed that into the net. I was so happy for him. And I think you know, you say things like he, he might go on a, a run now, but you know, again, they make chances. He'll probably miss a couple more, but like, it's the kind of thing that could blast him to another level. Next it's level. up to him. I know he's, he's older yeah. now. What, he's 27 or something? Mm-hmm. You know, but like, it can take him to the next level in respects of Switzerland. And he, he'll have to fancy, he must fancy himself at Switzerland, Spain, especially Spain, with Spain the chances they're making. Pedri sure. is awesome. He is awesome. 
You know, I was mentioned that he came from La Masia, but he didn't. He, he, he came from Las Palmas for five mm. million. So I needed to get that right. He is fabulous. He's a fabulous footballer. Dude, when amazing. is that game? Because the England game's Saturday, isn't it? When's uh, the Spain-Switzerland game? Friday. Friday? Yep, Friday. But, uh, Belgium, Italy and Switzerland, Spain, Friday. I just, yeah, Pedri, oh God, I can't talk about Pedri anymore because I love him. I just love him. <laughs> the first time I really heard about him was on Stadio. That's the first time you're hearing about And Ricky Pooj, all the guys, you look like, you, all you need to do is mention Pedri, Ricky Pooj, and, and Musa's gone. He's gone into He's the fantasy yeah. world. It's like, well, like we said, we said before, I'm, I'm really, Pedri's gone mainstream this tournament. Like, it, which is weird, a weird thing to say for a Barcelona player, but he's gone mainstream. He's got a mixture of Xavi and Iniesta because he can pass like Xavi yeah. and he can wriggle out of situations like Iniesta. You feel very wary of, of saying that because people go, oh, here we go. Oh, he's better than both of them. No. <laughs> just think, no. no he's the the real How old is Pedri, right? 18. 18. 18. Yep. 18. He's amazing. He's amazing. Killing it already. He's amazing. And he, wears, and he wears low socks. He's just like, I mean, he's my, he's my little Spanish son. I love him. <laughs> he's your little Spanish <laughs> I'm really hyped about the quarterfinals. The Euros have given me so much fucking energy, man. It's been fantastic. It really, really has. And, and mm. I'm not even going to lie. England being in the tournament latter stages, it only makes it better. For everyone. It only makes it better. You know what I mean? Of course, you know what I mean? I'd still enjoy it. But with England still in, in the fight, it's with a chance. It's, yeah. it's, a fan, it's fantastic. I'm feeling good. Is this one of the best chances you think we've had in ages? Like for that group F to yeah. all be gone with the now. Teams, with the teams that have gone out, Jeanette. Yeah. It's, it's, can you imagine how Italy must be feeling? Oh. How we must be feeling? How Spain must be feeling? Yeah. How Switzerland? Or everybody else in this competition. I like, let's right, go. Must be feeling good now. And you get energy from that. When the favourites have gone or when the big, big teams have gone, you're like, right, it's open season. Let's just go for it. Like you I, just feel energised. Do, do you know what everyone's got? Everyone needs to be worried about whoever wins out of Czech Republic, Denmark. Because mm. whoever wins out of that is going to be like, they're all talking about the rest of them. Let them yeah. carry on talking. <laughs> Let's just keep you know talking. I mean? Let them talk. Can I just say, just before we go, so I don't know we've got to go. Um, yesterday in his post-match, Gareth Southgate was talking about, um, they asked him about the fact that, yeah, you're in 96, because every day we compare it to yeah, you in 96. it's beautiful to watch. And he said, look, it still hurts. Like, oh. I, I can't fix that. I can't change that. But I'm just hoping I can give the nation some memories now. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. He's doing it. He's gangster. He knows what he's doing. Oh my he's God. gangster. <laughs> Listen, guys, as ever, it's a pleasure. Jeanette, thank you. you very much, thank my you. sweet. Thanks, guys. Nice to see you, Jeanette. Yeah, it's thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks for having for me. Coming. And Rai, see you soon, man. Love you, bye. So that's it, man. Thanks for listening. Got to say thanks to Ryan Hun, Jeanette Quashe. I'm just, um, I just, I don't know if you can feel it, but I'm just very happy right now for the fact that we're, we're doing what we're doing. Clean sheet, forward on form. The fans are happy. And like I say, England fans, be happy. Doesn't last long. People try and bring us down, but be happy. Take it easy. I'll speak to you soon, man. Come on, England. <laughs>